It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program. Live Mike is what we're calling it. Episode 36, I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, Iowa, you've heard me express a little bit of frustration about that state up there, specifically its Democratic Party as they engage in the good uh, and important duty of operating a caucus, specifically the reporting of the caucus results. Last night, I was expecting around 8 o'clock to uh, have a few results. I was going to text back and forth with producer Amy. We're going to line up some candidates and guests and see what all of these results meant for everyone. We had some speculation yesterday. It was all a good plan. And then what happened? A whole lot of nothing. Troy Price. Troy Price, I've said that name a few times. He is the chairman of the Iowa Democratic Party. He made some promises and he dropped the ball. He uh, is the one in charge of rolling out this new app that they used out there in Iowa. Well, (laughs) that's generous. Uh, This new app that they attempted to use out there in Iowa. And not just a new app. They made it known, too, that instead of just revealing and reporting these delegate equivalents, that's uh, when they take the votes cast by these uh, delegates. They run them through a formula. They then let us know which of the candidates earned how many of these delegate equivalents. Uh, it's complicated, I know, but th- why would we make it simple? So instead of just reporting that information, uh, Mr. Troy Price let us all know, again, chairman of the Iowa Democratic Party, he let us know that they would also be reporting the results of those two rounds of voting that precede the the calculations to uh, lead us to and give us the delegate equivalent. So that's first round. If uh, the candidates didn't make a certain threshold, it'd be a second round of voting uh, amongst just the viable candidates. Anyway, we learned all that yesterday. Today... <laughs> what remains a big fat question mark is what are the results of what happened last night? I feel bad for uh, these Democrats. It's not a sentence you're going to hear me utter too often, but I do feel bad uh, for these candidates. They ought to be able to move forward with their plans, with the information that was promised them by their party in the state of Iowa. And that ball has been dropped. So let's get back to the app. That seems to be a cause of great concern for the folks out there. Somehow, uh, Troy Price, uh, he's not able to extract from this new app, which he hired and purchased. uh, He's not able to extract the information that we need. (sighs) A little bit of inside baseball. When there is a big national story here in a local newsroom like KSL's, uh, one of the tactics used by people like me and producers like Amy and reporters is we try to do something called uh, localize. We try to look for the local angle to the national story. And this morning when I came into the newsroom, I wanted to do that for this story in Iowa. I wondered if maybe uh, one of the precinct chairs was uh, from Utah. So I took to Twitter and I typed in very two very simple things. I typed in Iowa and Utah and just hit enter and wondered what tweets might come back. See if there was uh, some local connection to what was happening in Iowa uh, of which I was unaware. Well, uh, the first thing I saw was a tweet uh, by an individual named Kirby Glad. 
And uh, Kirby Glad turns out to be the CEO of a company called Sarah Nimbus. Sarah Nimbus makes an app called Caucus Click. And if you are involved in the caucus system here in the state of Utah, you probably recognize this caucus click. The, the reason Mr. Glad had tweeted was to make it clear to everyone uh, checking him out on Twitter that his caucus app was not the one used out in Iowa, the one that failed, the one that uh, Troy Price purchased for use out there in Iowa as they do things in their new way. Here in Utah, for the last eight years, there has been an app used uh, by folks uh, during caucus night at a number of Utah counties. And I spoke to, uh, just this morning, uh, Kirby Glad. He uh, introduced himself and told me about his company. I'm a Republican, I'm active in the party, but I also own a software company, small software company, about 20 employees. And we have, uh, over the last eight years, we have continued to iterate on some software that is uh, used by the Republican Party in Utah for caucus. Uh, caucus. It's been used uh, about eight eight years now. Um, it was used statewide by the party a couple cycles ago. And then last last cycle, it was used. Part of it was used. So different parts of it have been used by different counties. Uh, Weber County has used it for. Um, I think this is their second cycle using it. Salt Lake County is use it uh, two or three cycles turns out turns out that it is possible to successfully use an app when collecting and reporting caucus data how do we know how could we possibly know that well because a uton a uton figured it out and for the past nearly a decade uh it's been working i asked him what his app did exactly it allows you to avoid that long line of people you know when you go to the caucus meeting if you ever have uh, they have to look you up your name on a list of names to make sure you're a registered voter. So we do two things to uh, make that line shorter, which is we allow you to pre-register either online or on the app. Uh, you can pre-register, and then when you you get a ticket, then when you walk into the caucus meeting, you just show your. They don't have to. You don't have to stand in line and have your name looked up. Uh, second, uh, for those who don't pre-register, instead of having to find your name on a list of papers, uh, you can do an online um, or or offline uh, registration, where you you know the uh, a volunteer will just ty- type in your name and it looks you up to see if you're a registered Republican or not. I had a conversation this morning with Kirby Glad. That's the voice you're hearing right there. He is the CEO of uh, Sarah Nimbus, a company which has, for the past eight years, made available to uh, caucus folks here in the state of Utah uh, to use. Now, it doesn't. It, it does rely on the internet, and so if you know if you don't have internet access, uh, of course, this all does then fall back onto uh, the pen and paper method. Which maybe the folks in Iowa should have tried. <clears throat> maybe they are. Who knows? We'll find out. Maybe by three, they say. Anyway, back to Utah. So uh, I asked uh, Mr. Glad, who's in this business, I asked him w- what he thought might be happening in Iowa to cause these delays. So first of all, on one hand, we have to be a little bit kind to them because there are many different things that can create problems. Maybe the caucus locations don't have Internet access. That could be a possibility. Um, from the news reports I saw, it appeared that uh, uh, there was a problem downloading the app and users, which is a training problem. So uh, if, they're, if they were planning to have, um, you know, 1,600 uh, precinct captains 
download this app and, and use it on that exact night, well, you know, that was already a problem. Now, please understand, this Utah app and the app being attempted to to be used out in Iowa, they're not direct comparisons. We don't have caucuses to select our uh, presidents uh, uh, as they do out in Iowa. It's a little bit different. So we have caucuses here in Utah, but they are to select delegates and to select uh, like precinct chairs and such like that. Um, so it's a, a little bit different. But in that it collects data... It stores it and then transmits it to uh, a central location here in Utah. We're able to figure that out. And if you heard uh, Mr. Glad explain earlier, that's not the only function of of his app. You are also able to, uh, you know, verify the registration status of voters. Uh, There's a lot that this app does. Uh, Anyway, it, it boggles my mind how this deal could have been bungled so badly out in Iowa. And yet there are states all across the country, including ours here in Utah, who have had it figured out uh, and working for the most part for a good long time. I don't, I don't even know if I had any apps downloaded eight years. And yet we've got one here on Utah Books that have been that's been working uh, just fine. The only app I had eight years ago was uh, was a text call and um, I don't know, maybe Facebook. Uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm proud of this Utah and I'm proud that we have it figured out here. And more than that, I am frustrated with Iowa. They've got about 31 minutes. Uh, they said that we'd have information by three o'clock our time. We're going to see if that comes true or not. Uh, they don't have a track record that gives me much confidence that we're going to make that deadline. Uh, but hey, there's still time. So we'll uh, be watching that over the next 30 minutes or so. In the next segment, I'm going to talk to you about Brian Wilson. Uh, I don't know who that is, but my dad does. And he sang for a, a musical group, uh, something about the beach. There were some boys at the beach. Anyway, Brian Wilson. Turns out he's not a big fan of hunting. I'm going to share with you some details next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.